so hi well the good noise podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with mike from range life and we asked him some questions today about his new album when it all gets old so congrats on that by the way how do you feel about the response to it so far fantastic better than i could have imagined you love to see it mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. solid all right <laughs> so is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art no um <laughs> Wow. <laughs> kind of. I mean, okay. really not a concept album, but it like turned into a concept album. I remember talking to Shane last year about the record, like me making, I was still making the record. And I'm like, I've had these songs for so long. Um, so like the first couple of songs I have on the record are just random songs I had. And then the second half of the record definitely plays more into a concept Um but the title, when it all gets old, it's, I mean, I guess it means something to me, you know, everything kind of comes to an end and whether it's a relationship or life. So that phrase kind of stuck with me. Um, but by no means is it like a theme of the record, mm-hmm. but I can relate it to the record a lot. So, okay. yeah. Uh, does your Jimmy Buffett obsession uh, fit into the record at all? Uh <laughs> Dude, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. I don't. But he's living his best life. You need to follow. <laughs> like, some days I have trouble waking up and just like being healthy. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like out on a boat surfing, catching fish, and he's like 85. I don't know. He's old. Oh my God. Doing this. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I have trouble getting out of bed. And this guy's like living his best life. Exactly. I'm doing it all. So I'm inspired by Jimmy Buffett. Um, does it fit into the record? Um, no. I mean, sarcastically, maybe. Uh, it's in the album release him. show, though. He's going to show up. Yeah, it is. 100%. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? The writing process. Um, yeah, it was pretty crazy because I would say about three years ago, I um, downloaded Logic on my laptop and oh, they're here. Um, yeah, downloaded Logic on my laptop. Yeah, we're about to have practice and like the guys just showed up, but no one's in a rush. Right. Um, yeah, so I got Logic on my laptop and I was kind of just messing around in there making like really weird sounds and just like figuring out the, the program. And I had a bunch of songs that I was like, can I record this myself? Can I not? I made a bunch of like bad demos with it. And then eventually like once like lockdown hit, I got super into production and I just started like buying a bunch of gear and like made myself broke buying all this analog gear. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And yeah, then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to record it myself. I think it would be badass not to go to a producer, not to go to an engineer and be like, cool. I made this whole project. Um, but to answer your question on the writing process, um, half the record was just written of songs I had through the years that, you know, nothing special. I just wrote the songs when I felt the need to write. Um, and then like the other half, I I, uh, I had a, a friend who struggled with uh, drug addiction and uh, recently passed. And that was just really heavy mm-hmm. on me the song just kind of came out. There was really no 
specific process of, oh, I'm going to write a song today. It was just like, oh, I'm emotional or I'm feeling sad and I felt the need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if that answered the question. That does. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so what song off this record took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Hmm. Uh, longest to write was Runaway because that's when I was learning uh, how to like produce and stuff. So I was just like, I just kept going back and redoing like bass parts, guitar parts, because I was trying mm-hmm. to like sonically get it right. Um, but my favorite is probably West again, uh, just because I took like a different different uh, vocal approach. I wanted to do like this really like mumbly, like unenthused, sad vocal. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I also put a harmonica in that song, which I thought was pretty pretty weird. It's like it sounds like a pad just like ringing out through the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, it's a harmonica. So I was like, it's pretty tight. Right. Uh, so I guess this album like served as your test run for like producing. Cause obviously now you, you produce over at the dim studios. That's a plug. <laughs> so was that like your, your, um, test run to see if you could do it? Yeah, it was. Cause it's funny. Like I sent a lot of my friends, um, like the record, like, Oh dude, this sounds great. And as I like, I mean, I technically been producing for three years, I guess, but like, I didn't really know what I was doing till probably this year. And I still have something to learn, but yeah, then I've just started getting a bunch of friends in here. I'm like, Oh, I'll record you for beer. And they're like, Oh, this sounds great. And it kind of just escalated where now my calendar is filling up and I'm, I'm recording bands now. And and this whole studio, the way it came about was like, Matt always dreamed of opening up a studio and I've known Matt forever. Um, He managed my band to stolen and, once he opened it up, he's like, well, you're the engineer now because you kind of know what you're doing and I don't know anyone else. So yeah, I've been really stoked with just the way this, this place came out and we're going to be doing the Fox teeth record here next week. They're going to be in super- next week. Yeah. Next week. I'm glad we'll be, be back in the office by then. Oh, oh yeah. I wish I was there. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. It is uh, awesome. Shout out. It's very um, exciting. Yeah. I can't wait. i planned so much stuff to make it a solid record and yeah hell yeah uh Shane, I am, I, say, am i giving you more words this time you yelled at me last interview i didn't talk about yeah we're almost 10 minutes in which is how much how long the last interview was so we're doing right. great yeah that one was really short i noticed that yeah. yeah but i just wanted to say um before shane goes on with his question i think it's so cool how you just kind of went from hey i'll record you for a beer to now it's like it's one of your jobs now like that's yeah. something that you do that's that makes me so happy i love when that happens for people i appreciate it yeah mm-hmm. crazy uh, the way so true. yeah um so where was your headspace at while you were writing this album like I said, the the album was just kind of, there was no exact headspace. It was just like, I have these feelings and the need to write. And I probably always will. That's kind of like my therapy or how I cope with just feeling things. Um, and like with my stuff, it's funny because like I'll produce a lot of my friends' bands. I'm like, oh, the quality of it sounds really good. And like some of the quality of my record, I'm like, oh, that sounds God awful. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, there's kind of like uh, something cool about that. And some of the songs where I just, did it like one microphone onto the tape machine because I'd be in here one night and maybe I'm sad about something. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to record this as a demo. And then I can never go back and get it to sound with the same emotion mm-hmm. because I kind of had that, that, you know what I'm saying? You're in that moment of feeling something and you thought it would be a demo. And then you're like, well, 
I can't perform that any better. I already had that feeling. So then I would just throw that on the record. Like I'm a firm believer of performance and uh, emotion over quality. So mm-hmm. it's cool when I'm in here with other bands, I could kind of capture their emotion and will and make it sound good. Yeah. I'll treat it as a demo where sometimes, like I said, I'll be in here for some of my songs and it's just like, Oh, this is just going to be a demo. I don't feel like going all fancy, but I can't capture that feeling again. So we sacrifice for lo-fi recordings. All right. <laughs> exactly. It's worth it. Yeah. Sometimes it is. So how do you recommend your fans to listen to this record for the first time? Should they turn it on in the dark with headphones on? Should they go on a road trip with friends? Should they blast at a party? What do you recommend? I would say all of the above. Uh, mm-hmm. It just kind of around some songs you can dance to and they're super goofy. Other songs are really sad. Some songs you could go on a road trip to do whatever you want with it. All right. Yeah. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Three words. I'm going to need a couple of sips of beer to think about this. Okay. Dad rock sad. Dad rock. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, so sad dad rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners? I can't demand anybody to feel anything. So mm-hmm. I don't want them to feel something. Um, but I do hope it makes them feel something, you know, maybe yeah. you, you can dance to other songs. You can cry in your room to, if you'd like, uh, there's the record is all over the place. Uh, so yeah, there's no specific, uh, vibe i tried to keep like sonically cohesive and you know keep the chords kind of the same well not the same but like i kind of have this folky americana vibe that i wanted to put in every song just to kind of keep that theme so it's not like sonically all over uh but, but yeah. yeah uh so picture this you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop what is okay. your snack of choice Ooh, it's gonna sound disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Do I have well am I hungry or am I not hungry? I, I guess you're hungry. I want whatever the disgusting answer is. Mm-hmm. It would be beef jerky because it just fills oh. you up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a lot of friends who are like, you are a sick fuck. I don't know if I could curse on Yeah, you, you can. Oh yeah, you could curse. Oh yeah, yeah. They'd be like, You're a sick fuck for getting that. It smells kind of bad. It's just salt and sugar. But you know what? It fills me up. Mm-hmm. If I'm not hungry, hmm, he's like some candy, you know, candy's fun. All right. Candy's fun. What well, type of candy though? Sorry, Shane. Maybe uh, some sour Skittles. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. Kit Kats. All of the above. I'll eat any candy. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're hungry and whip out the beef jerky, I certainly hope that the van's windows still work. Uh, <laughs> that would be a little gross. Window. <laughs> opens up when when uh the beef jerky comes out <laughs> it literally it just gives off this aroma the whole van's like oh who the fuck got beef jerky exactly you who know? got beef jerky exactly like, not you again <laughs> yep Boy. so why does it need to smell like that i don't i don't know i don't yeah yeah um <laughs> so gross it, yeah uh <laughs> if the project was a dish what dish would the project be if Range Life Project was a dish. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it would hands down be 
uh, greasy cheeseburger from your local pub. Ooh, okay. I like that a lot. I like with that a lot. Budweiser. Yeah. The Budweiser. Perfect. Right. Fits the vibe perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the last couple questions, we're going to shift away from music. So if you could be one animal for the rest of your life, what animal would you be and why? These are deep questions. You guys don't realize that, but yeah. that's deep. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me think. Okay. It would be some, I would need to think about this deeper because I'm being put on the spot right now, mm-hmm. but it would be some kind of bird okay. because yeah they can just see above everything they could fly above the ocean like flying would be sick think about that like if we can just places that'd be pretty dope well we can but we have to get in a plane yeah yeah can't just flap my arms and go fly so yeah it would be a bird that that would be my uh my go-to all right nice Solid. i respect that but so if you could have lunch with any celebrity or artist, Jimmy dead or alive, who <laughs> would it be? Jimmy Buffett. J- Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Okay. He talks about Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett all the time in the office. Oh my god. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. I love uh, it. Thank you. So for this last question, boom, you're on a desert island. You can only bring one movie, one person, and one album. Who and what are you bringing? Mm-hmm. Hmm. One person, one movie. How do I watch the movie on a desert island? You get like a little, a little VCR, and you get just kind of like a one of those staticky TVs. You know, right. mm-hmm. it would probably be Step Brothers for the movie because I'm gonna want, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna want some good laughs if I'm about to die soon. Um. Oh my god, we didn't say well, anything about dying. You don't think you're on gonna survive? Desert island? I'm stranded out there. I don't have survival skills. I would probably die. Oh, that's grim. I could try. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Uh, try. Yeah. I'll try to survive. So I, I would use uh, Step Brothers for the movie. Mm-hmm. Friend. Person. It can be any person. It would be Jimmy Buffett. If it's a friend, it would be mm-hmm. my friend. Your friend uh, who? Honestly, Say it again. You cut out. My friend Dom. I, I would bring with okay. me. He's a good he's a good trooper. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have actually no. Sorry, Dom. My friend mm-hmm. Dunk, Mikey McDonald because he has survival skills and he could probably like hunt some food and build a nice fort so it would definitely be mikey yeah so you're not Uh, dying anymore no now i'm not dying there you go yes this is good Mm -hmm. wow um so we got the movie we got a good friend what was the last question uh album album oh uh (laughs) probably like i don't know hmm one album to listen to the only album i could listen to I guess I got to say like the Beatles because like, eh, I can't really get sick of the Beatles. Not my favorite. I would do like, like uh, Abbey Road. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Plug. Um, October 15th, we got Fox Teeth, Pollyanna, Range Life, and some other bands, uh, which is... Okay, okay, Lizzie Donahue and, and 7 Eleven, interesting band name, <laughs> opening the show. Um, it's gonna be sick. I have a new record, I just got vinyl, and uh, that's the plug. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for Snatha, Spin Range Life, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.